it's been way too long and I really miss you. Love you, buddy. I'll talk to you soon. Bye. Top fives and deep dives with Town and PTM. Top fives and deep dives with Town and PTM. Top fives and deep dives with Town and PTM. Top fives and deep dives with Town and PTM. My favorite director would have to be Martin Scorsese. Followed by Quaint. Hey guys. Welcome to Top Fives and Deep Dives. It's Justin over here in LA. I've got Mike, the one and only, over in London. What's up, my brother? Yo. Fun, fun little ditty is what I'm going to call this episode today. I think it's, I think it's fitting. I think it's very fitting. Episode ninety, official app ninety. Wow, we're getting there slowly but surely these days. Yeah. Hey. I'll take the gradual pace. We're going to get there. We're getting to that one zero zero before we know it. But today I'd say, Mike, would you, this is, this is the title I had for it. Tell me if, tell me if I'm, if I'm right here on the money, top five movie quotes used in everyday life. Yeah. I think that's, I think that's it. This is the quotes that we say sort of most often in our lives. Yes. So we're not talking about the communal, you know, peoples as a whole, we're personally giving our top five that we use the most in our everyday lives. Yes. And I want to say a couple of things off the top here. So Please. I realized that everything on my list is from between 2001 and 2008. <laughs> and it's all very like bro stuff. <laughs> and I feel... And a lot of movies we've even talked about before, but I feel the need to say that because I realized why that is the case. And it's just that movie quoting is like a two-way street. You know, you can't say a quote to a movie that someone doesn't know. You know what I mean? so true. Like, it has to be people amongst you that are going to get the quote and also like the same movies. So that's my defense for my, like, basically... Mount Rushmore of like frat films that you get on my list here that I don't feel great about, but it is what it is. No, you know, you better feel fantastic. And I'll say that like, I am the same. Although with that said, and I didn't purposely try to go a different way, but like my honorables are almost exclusively, well, that's a lie, but let's put it this way. I'm more 50, 50, but I would say that the majority of mine, same thing. Okay. All right. And, well, you know, we'll talk about other stuff later. I feel like I'm feeling it. Should we just jump into this? Yes, but but last thing. Oh, Is please. there any way that we could get some sort of a, like a trivia component involved in this list? Ooh. Like, can like, you say you the quote and then I'll try to guess the movie that it's from if I know? Oh, absolutely. I think that's what we do. Okay. So so just give me, say like number five, give the quote, and then give me a chance. Yes. Okay. So before I do that, I am, as is classic, considering a change. Okay. So should I go first? Yes. If, if you're confident, then, you know, take it away. No, you know what I think? 
I honestly think, you told uh, me your list was done yesterday so <laughs> it was it was and then and then no joke i'm sitting here and i just thought of the one movie that i hadn't fucking like thought of and i quote all the time so many things from it and i was like how do i not include this movie it's one of my most quoted movies and I'm trying to right now find the quote that I'm looking for because I know it, but it's like, you know, you want you want to quote it perfectly. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm I'm a little bit I'm I'm freaking out. So I'm just but you know what? Let me take a look at this list. I'm looking at it. It's in front of me. And you know what? You're gonna go first. Okay. <laughs> All right. A little inside baseball there. <laughs> we figured it out. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going first. So to reiterate, I'm gonna give you the quote. And then give you a chance to guess the, the film. Perfect. Okay. Number five. <laughs> I, this, this might involve some impressions and things like that as these quotes come up tonight, which I'm trying not to do, but we'll see. All right. Number five. The quote is, I think I'm getting the black lung pop. That's it. That's the quote. Wait, wait. Say it once more. I think I'm getting the black lung pop. Oh, my God. Um... If it, if, it, if it helps, there are two coughs before this that he goes, <laughs> I think I'm getting the black lung pop. <laughs> Wait, how the fuck am I missing this? Right, oh I'm my going. God. This is, of course, Zoolander. Oh my God. Oh my God. Of course, after Ben Stiller goes back home to work in the mines. Uh, I think yes. the, line after, the line after that is something like, the ventilation down there is very poor or something like that. And... Ben Stiller, genius. Vince Vaughn, hilarious in that one scene where he just stands behind him. And of course, John Voight, fantastic scene from the film. But I, I realized in building this list, I say this all the time. Like if I cough or if I like, you know, joke a bit or like during COVID, I mean, anything that happens, I just, I think I'm getting the black lung pop is my go-to uh, instead of like, excuse me, I think is what it is. It's, I mean... Just Zoolander in general. Again, we're getting into this era. There's so many funny fucking quotes in the movie. There really are. I mean, really I've are. definitely, I'll go to like, you know, insert X object for ants, you know, whenever that pops up or becomes necessary. Always, always a classic as well. Wow. Strong way to lead us off. Zoolander. Some stiller. Classic right there. If you decided on your number five. Well, let me tell you, I haven't decided on my number five, but I did insert the one I wanted to. It's just higher than number five. Oh, wow. So now I'm okay. deciding which one to knock off. Okay. After. Give me your number five. All right. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Okay, okay. Number five. You're killing me, Smalls. Okay. All right. That's it's a gr great one that I hadn't thought of. Of course, the Sandlot. Indeed, the Sandlot. I'd say for for Mike and I and our entire generation, an absolute classic as a, as a childhood movie. And this this line, I mean, it's one of my favorite movies from growing up, and it's just something that I can use at all times. If anyone is ever fucking just killing me, just, you know, it's, it's usable in so many situations. I, I use it all the fucking time. I probably say it once every couple of weeks. Very versatile. 
uh, so versatile, short to the to the point. I will say also, uh, s'more what is also a quote that I would use pretty frequently. Yes, yes. Uh, as well as just occasionally busting it out. The great Bambino. Bambino. <laughs> I'll tell you one that I use way more than anyone ever should. Actually, that's a lie. More people should use it. Forever. Oh, yes. For Forever. Sam Love, a great movie. Great quotes there. So many good quotes. Okay. Um, all right. Number four. Should should be a no brainer for you, town. Frankly, it's it's. I can't believe it's. I mean, once you the franchise, you would think it probably would make it to your list. But this movie in particular, I'm definitely I think a bigger fan than you. Uh, so this movie, the quote I should say for number four is, "Pockets ain't empty, cause." <laughs> the one, the only, too fast, too furious. Too fast, too furious. 2003, the very, very end of the film where Paul Walker and Tyrese, uh, you know, the, the case has been solved uh, and they just walk away with the money. And the, the, the whole dialogue is something like, yeah, like Tyrese is going to hang out in Miami. And then Paul Walker's like, yeah, should we open a garage? And he's like, a garage? How are we going to do that? Bruh. pockets ain't empty cuz and pulls up and he has the bills and then of course tyrese and we ain't hungry no more either bruh and then it goes right to joe bud and pump it up i mean it's just (laughs) peak cinema right there but it's just so fun it's so rascally it's like it's basically like the best moment of the entire film pockets ain't empty cuz is basically something that i say whenever i have anything now, mind you, it's mostly related to drugs. I'm going to be honest with you. But like, in case you ever have anything that you have on your person, pockets ain't empty, cuss, is the quote. Unbelievable. You just, you're, so, you're, wow. You know what? I'm going to respond to how I feel about that quote with my number four. Was it about to be your so money? It was. <laughs> <laughs> you literally could hear me. Getting ready to say. You're just geared you're, for you're so money. You're so money and you don't even know it. Except you do know it. But yeah. you know, you know, the real quote. You're so money and you don't even know it. Incredible. And I know you know what it's from, Mike. Yeah. Well, Tell of course, people. swingers. Of course. Of course. The one and only. I think Mike can definitely vouch for how often over the last fifteen years I use the phrase some some form of your so money. Um, most of the time, they do know it. But sometimes I get to use the cl- the whole line. You're so money and you don't even know it. You know, so fucking money. So fucking money. Of course, you know Vince Vaughn says it to John Favreau in the film. And again, it's definitely one I I use more when I'm talking to the guys just feels i don't know why but it feels feels right when i'm talking to a fellow guy that's kind of how it's used in the film but but it ain't gender specific and a big shout out to past guest on the pod multiple time pos who notoriously likes to just yell so money and pos is so money i mean he he really is just in my opinion he's always just telling us about himself and i'm like yes yes you are yes if Schwar didn't exist, 
money would be the most popular word used amongst us. A hundred percent. And some would say that in a strange world, Schward and before it Schward were somewhat born out of money. Yeah, they're definitely birthed out of money. I'd have yeah. to agree about that. Yeah. So it had to be on my list. It's a classic in, in my life. And I'd say just in the film world too, but I love it. Okay. So on my list and in the top three, there's a little treat because I have two selections, both really directly inspired by Coen's. You know, not that I hadn't seen these films before, but these lines were specifically pointed out to me by Coen's and have since just skyrocketed in my estimation. And number three is one you probably don't remember. I don't even remember the instance. I just remember that it was you pointing out this line to me. Oh, my God. And the line is, it's so I can't even say it, like, just because it's so funny, despite being 15 years old. The line is, either way, either way, either way is fine. <laughs> Brother, I have it higher. <laughs> I can't believe that. Can you believe? Oh my god, I can't believe that. On a top five quotes that we have overlap. That's insane. Okay. But it has to happen. (laughs) We're going to keep everyone on edge for anyone that doesn't know. I can't even honestly believe it. Either way. Either way. Either way, it's fine. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Fucking real. So I guess give me your number three. Number three. All right. This is another one. So I've I've been I've been keeping you've been in the 2000s. I've been keeping in the 90s. I've got one more in the 90s with my number 3, which actually I realize gives a clue, but you're going to know the quote anyway, so it's yeah. okay. Again, another one I could not help myself because I use it quite a bit. So you're telling me there's a chance. Oh right, of course. It's one of your your favorite films of all time. Indeed. Dumb and Dumber. Yes, sir. Again, whenever something I can use many a time in life. Whenever, you know, yeah, I'd say there's like a 5% chance that I'm going to make that tomorrow night. So you're telling me there's a chance. It's like, I can't, I cannot, and I do not hesitate to use it whenever I can. I can't deny this one. I mean, even as someone that is a self-professed, like moderate Dumb and Dumber fan, even I use this quote a lot. It's it's a good one to pull out. It's a good one. It's a good. One. Sometimes you throw out the gif. You know, it's just it's it's just great. It's just great. Also, I think I think my most used Dumb and Dumber quote though is "Shrimp on the Bobby." <laughs> <laughs> Such a good one. I feel like one that I use that I don't get as many laughs as I ever want is I'm always like, oh, it's a lovely accent you have there. New Jersey? <laughs> also, um, you've, you've raised a great point about the, the, the non-reciprocated movie quote. That's what I was trying to say at the top. When people just don't get it or they don't yes. get the laugh, it's so disappointing. Oh, know? it's so sad. It's so, so, so sad. Sometimes I'll just like... Luckily, I have Alex with me, and like sometimes we'll just break into mock, yeah, ing, <laughs> yeah, 
bird. Yeah. I'm going to buy you a mockingbird. That's so good. Um, well, my number two actually is something that I say at when the exact opposite thing happens. Wow. When you just meet somebody or even if you're already friends with somebody and you're just vibing right off the bat and they totally get your random movie quotes because my number two quote is did we just become best friends oh my god (laughs) oh one of the best stepbrothers of course course. i mean and just the whole scene with it where you know they're in the room and will ferrell brings out the the samurai sword (laughs) by randy jackson (laughs) John C. Riley with the goggles, and then they just go, favorite dinosaur, Velociraptor, favorite non-pornographic magazine to masturbate to, good housekeeping, you're a chick, who's the guy you would sleep with, John Stamos, what? He just goes, did we just become best friends? And I love John C. Riley also, because he just goes, yup. <laughs> Absolutely kills me. Oh, Anytime you're just so totally good. vibing with somebody, this is what I go with. A hundred percent. Oh, it's on my honorables. It's it's an absolute classic. It's like anyone can use this so many times. Wow. So that's number. Oh my god. Yeah, number two. Uh, well, speaking of friends and best friends, this next one is a story. Well, god dang it. I have such, I'm like trying to intro and I'm like, wait, wait, I don't want to give it away, even though you're going to get this one too. But, uh, okay. Number two, truly, 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 this has got to be like, I don't even understand how I use this one so much, but I just love it so much. And I use so many quotes from this movie. This is actually the one that I realized I needed to slot in right before we left or wow, left. I'm clearly in a jumbled state. Had a full ice cream cone before this. I'm in a I'm in a spot right now. Things are going crazy. Right before we started. My number two. I will see you there. Or I will see you on another time. <laughs> of course, I love you, man. Oh, it's so good. Uh just I love you, man. Truly. I feel like when it first came out, I'm not gonna say I don't think it was loved. I think people liked it. But we were coming off, you know, just an insane run of, you know, the 40-year-old virgin and knocked up and uh, super bad and forgetting Sarah Marshall. And I don't even think it got lost in the shuffle at all. I just felt like it was incredible and it was just looked at as like, oh, it's another great one. Like, or it's another good one. It wasn't like as hype. Like, would you agree with that? Like, like it wasn't as hyped as like a super bad or a knocked up or a 40 year old virgin at the time. I will agree. And the subtle brilliance was overlooked because if there yes. was a quote that came out of this movie, that was immediately sort of part of the vernacular of people our age. It was slap a debase. Oh my God. Which is like, hilarious. But there's so many other subtle quotes, including the one you're talking about now that are yes. the real killers. Dude, absolute killers. It's like, I can use this one anytime because literally anytime I am speaking to someone on the phone, in person, talking about plans, doing whatever, I'll just like bust this out. Like if it's someone that I know is going to know, I'll do it. And it always gets a laugh. And, you know, someone will look back at me and be like, all right, Jobin. And it's like, again, it's the brilliance. It's like, 
Joe and Pistol Pete. Um, even just like another line that honestly I use an absurd amount from this movie that I feel like is not as used as much by others. And I sort of shorten it just to give it, but like if people like say something to me and it's about something that was like great or whatever, I'll just look and I'll go, just delightful. Cause at the, you know, at the end when he's like, yes. by the way, I watched Chuck, Chuck a lot. Chuck a lot. <laughs> just delightful. Oh, it's just, this movie is brilliant. There are so many quotes and man, Paul Rudd and Siegel both just kill it in this. When do they not? But, uh, yeah, and I mean, there's so many, so many people that we love in this movie, but obviously those are the two leads. Um, I have to tell you also that, so as you probably already know, and maybe the pod knows, I'm a gigantic Animal Crossing fan. It's my speed of video game. I don't play like Call of Duty or anything like that. Just an Animal uh, Crossing. And every now and then, some of the people in your town will be like, you know what, this catchphrase that I've been pre-programmed with. I'm not feeling it. Can you like give me a catchphrase? So every time they'll come up to you, they'll say this thing instead. As of right now, I have someone in my town that goes Jobin and someone in my town that goes City Slicker. <laughs> I just, oh my God, I just yes. find it hilarious because that's how old I am. I just love the movie so much. Wait, also isn't in. Yeah. Oh my God. It's also I love you, man. Totes my guts. Totes, oh yeah, Totes and Goats came out of this. That was big as yeah, well. Yeah, unreal. Totes, sure. What a great film. Oh, fantastic. And what's it? It's a uh, like return the favor or whatever. What's the exact line? You know what I'm talking about? Where they're at the party and Jason Siegel's like implying yes. that she. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like he's talking about like about him getting like giving her giving blowjobs. Yes, 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 yes. And he's like, what does he say? Oh yes, yes, yes. yes. He's like, so yeah, beautiful Zoe, give it back. Yeah. Give it back. And then he like winks. He's like, return the favor. I guarantee so that you'll have a beautiful and pleasure filled union. It's so fucking good. Give it back. Oh, oh my God. Okay. So good. Here we are. Number one. Wow. This is the quote that was, it's pretty innocuous in the film. Of course, I had seen the film at least four or five times before. The other Cohen, the one who spits hot fire, Dylan Cohen, oh my God. Oh my God. pointed out this line to me. And it, not only has it become my favorite line in the film, but it's totally raised the esteem of the film, which is a great film. Sometimes wow. forgotten, but a great film. But like, if I see that it comes on like Comedy Central or something here, I'm like, well, I got to watch it till this line because the line just kills me. Oh my God. Oh my God. The line is, oh boy, this is a classic case of guy on the ground. Wait, I don't, I don't know. Wait, wait, let me think. And it just said like it's not even, like it's clearly looped over. Like it's not even a main character that says it. I don't even know who says it in the film because there's no one's voice that's making the noise. You got to tell me this. I can't believe that I'm. This blanking. is from the 2008 classic, Role Models. Oh my, oh my god, dude! I wow, wow. Okay. After Sean William Scott takes. The um, uh, the ambience when he tries to hook up with the girl on the camping trip, and he just passes out. They yeah. wake up in the morning. Oh boy, this is a classic case of guy on the ground. <laughs> <laughs> and then cut to the next scene. It's a total throwaway line, but at some point Dylan pointed it out to me, and now I just think it's the best. And I use this 
like at like nearly daily like anything that is even slightly 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 out of the ordinary i'll just be like oh it's a classic case of guy parked on the sidewalk or like just <laughs> literally anything in my life is now a classic case of whatever that is that is amazing dude my brother is such such a um not a defender because no one needs to defend it but he is he's such a like he's an advocate for it. he's an advocate for role models he loves the movie i think it's great but like i even feel like sometimes i need to go back and watch it and now it's just another time that I have to do that. The other one that I get from this one a lot is, it's like, you know, I have for breakfast, cocaine. <laughs> <laughs> Jay and Lynch in this movie, never uh, been finer. Unreal. Unreal. What, dude, my brother's going to be so stoked to hear you saying that for number one. It's, yeah, it's proof that he wow. really has, you know. He really cut. entered your psyche. I mean, I always liked the film, but I absolutely love it now. Oh, amazing. Well, I think we know my number one, man. I can't believe it. Unreal. Either way. Either way. Either way is fine. <laughs> just insane. I mean, lots of times by us, just, just simplified to either way. Either way is fine. Super bad. One of the most quotable movies of all time. Would you agree? For sure. I mean, even in that one two-minute two minute scene, you've got Here I Am, Getting That for Show. The funny thing about my back is it's located on my back, <laughs> which is like the line right before that. So should I just get a shitload of different shit? <laughs> <laughs> That's like honestly one of my other most used lines ever. I obviously didn't <laughs> want to repeat movies, but <laughs> oh my God. So should I just get a shitload of different shit? <laughs> shit <laughs> Unreal. This, the you scratch my back, I scratch yours. I mean, I will stay, say to this day in my life, I have never laughed harder in a movie theater ever in my life. <laughs> well, the funny thing about my back, Jules, it's located on my cock. <laughs> I mean, come on. Oh, God. I mean, where does it end with people don't forget? Um... <laughs> Such a good point. <laughs> Still so funny. I think my other one, let's see. Gotta get a glimpse of those warlocks. Is, <laughs> it's very high up in the usage. There's so many good ones. I'd, I'd say uh, spermicidal lube is up there for me. Uh, yep. Yep. By the time college rolls around, I'll be like the Iron Chef of pounding fat. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just dying thinking about just like the whole fucking movie. There's so many things. That's the coolest fucking story I've ever heard in my entire life. That's insane. Can I hear it again? Do you have time? Uh, also, obviously, Stephen Glansberg. Stephen Glansberg. You're going to let me sit here and eat dessert alone like I'm Stephen fucking Glansberg? Oh, man. It's, it's so you guys sad. on MySpace? Unreal. That scene, though, that we're talking about with either way, either way is fine. The amount of quotes in that two minutes is absolutely nutty. Really is. Really Unbelievable. Is. I mean... I'm sure most of you have seen most of these films. If somehow you haven't seen any of them, run. Run and watch them right now. Turn off the pod. Go watch. Um, should we recap our lists? Road beers? Road beers? <laughs> like uh, 13 road beers. <laughs> <laughs> 
Uh, okay. All right. Let's prepare to get what, what's the line? What's the line by? The, prepare to get fucked by the long dick of the law. Or what is yeah, it? Something yeah. like that. Yeah, yeah, it is something like that. Okay. My number five is uh, Zoolander. I think I'm getting the black lung pop. <laughs> My number four is Too Fast, Too Furious. Pockets ain't empty cuts. My number three is Super Bad. Either way, either way, either way is fine. Uh, my number two is Step Brothers. Did we just become best friends? And my number one is Role Models. This is a classic case of guy on the ground. <laughs> my number five is Sandlot. You're killing me, Smalls. Number four, Swingers. You're so money and you don't even know it. Number three, Dumb and Dumber. So you're telling me there's a chance. Number two, I love you, man. I will see you there. I will see you on another time. And number one, super bad. Either way, either way, either way is fine. Those okay. Lists. Let's uh, honorables. As if I we haven't given enough love to Paul Rudd. Give us two basic, like throwaway lines that I just his delivery absolutely makes them. Cutting away from the news team walking in Anchorman, I'm very aroused by Paul Rudd. Very common usage from me when anything is remotely interesting or exciting. <laughs> And also in 40-Year-Old Virgin, where they first meet up with, like, Leslie Mann's group at the bachelorette party. And he just goes, you guys are hilarious. (laughs) 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 Dude, so, so good. Um, Can we talk about the elephant in the room, which could have been, like, easily my entire top five, which is forgetting Sarah Marshall? Oh my god. I don't know honestly how we didn't include a line. I'd say I do quote so much shit from this all the time. Just maybe like sometimes not stuff that I'll use for a purpose, if that makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. Like more just because I want to say it. The the ones that I use for a purpose are I'll just go fuck myself. Yes. that's like what i say to myself like if someone i don't know like cuts in front of me in line or something you know what i mean yep and uh same team that's like (laughs) me and my wife like anytime like we're about to not like have an argument but you know what i mean like just any slight disagreement we just go same same team same team team. that's but yes things real things that we just say like peepy or a luau lu or I'm Samantha. Like it's just like it's, you, you sound like you're from London. <laughs> um, Caribou. Oh no, not the shirt. <laughs> just literally. The other one that I say a lot is like, let's just say like I'm at the bar or something, and I'm gonna go to the bar, or take a bass or whatever. I just go off to find the mythical clitoris. <laughs> <laughs> that one gets me. Oh, All right, give me so some of yours. Good. All right, some of mine. I mean. Man, forgetting Sarah Marshall, obviously so many, but also like you dropped one from Anchorman as well. So many Anchormans. I'd say one that just missed my list that I use quite a bit. I'm in a glass case of emotion. That one is good. The other one that I use quite a bit because I work in an office is diversity is like an old, old wood chip. Dude, I use that one quite a lot as well. Incredible. Such honestly, like weirdly, I would call that an underrated quote in the movie, but just Agreed. one of the best. Agreed. Anchorman has so many. I mean, like with Jack Black. Well, now this is happening. <laughs> well, now this is happening. <laughs> Obviously, like some of the classics, like I'm kind of a big deal. Cow now, brown cow. It could go on forever with Anchorman. Um, obvious. Oh, also, 
I okay. I know another one I use quite a bit. That escalated quickly. <laughs> yes. That escalated oh quickly. my god! Rip, ki- <laughs> Rick killed a guy. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god! Okay, another one that I use a lot. Euro trip. This isn't where I parked my car. Parked my car. Gotta be parked my car. Yep. Gotta be. Cross that off my list. Honestly, like a few that aren't necessarily from all those comedies, I use not meaning to quote it, but just like speaking in life. And then like, I'll laugh to myself being like, oh, I quoted it is like, I'll be back. Terminator. All right. Okay. Um, And then I'll get a chuckle out of that. Sometimes I use show me the money. Jerry Maguire. Show me the money. It's a great one. And can I just say the offshoot of Jerry Maguire? You had me at hello. I've definitely oh. like a you. You had me at anything. You know what I mean? Like, yep. If if you've said something interesting, it's you had me at that. Yep. Give me. You got any more? All right. I've got a couple. All right. So so here's a couple that it's not even really so much a quote, mm-hmm. but like this one word or very specific situation has now been totally co opted by these films. <laughs> so like, as you know, I watch UFC and other like combat sports every single week, and now. Anything that's like fake martial arts is Rex Quando because of Napoleon Dynamite. It's just totally owns that space. Oh my God. Amazing. Or, or just a, a simple two word phrase spring break. <laughs> <laughs> like, oh um, my God. Also, let's see. I've got mean girls. Uh, well, they can tell when it's raining. That's that comes up <laughs> a lot because it rains here two out of three days. Yeah, that sounds that sounds like one that would definitely come up a lot. Here's one more I have that I have a question for you. I think the phrase, I'm not crying, you're crying, is pretty popular amongst everybody. Very. Is this from Starsky and Hutch? Like, it is a scene in Starsky and Hutch, but did it originate in Starsky and Hutch? That's a good question. Talk about underrated films. Uh, it really is. I don't know, dude. Unknown. I think maybe more credit is due to Starsky and Hutch because they may have invented it. It doesn't seem possible, but like, okay, I'm going on a total tangent, but do it. Did you know that the phrase bucket list was invented by the movie, the bucket list with Morgan Freeman and Jack Nicholson? Wait, wait, what? It literally didn't exist before that film. Wait, no, please look it up. I swear to God, I've tried to like find that this, I think this is a true thing. What? Maybe I'm talking total bullshit, but I swear, I swear I've seen this before. Wait, that is insane. How did that not get said before? You are right. The term was used in 1999 by American and British screenwriter Justin Zackham in his screenplay for the 2007 film The Bucket List. Bucket List. Invented the film The Bucket List. Invented the phrase. That is insane. Does not seem possible. No, that doesn't seem possible. I don't believe that, quite honestly. I, I don't know what to tell you. I agree. It doesn't seem right. But you've you've looked it up and the internet's never been wrong. So, wow. oh, speaking of just one word, like just completely co-opted by a film, extreme is <laughs> also just, I mean, it's just owned by Harold Kumar. Yep. Oh, it's so good. So fucking good. I'm trying to think of some other ones I have. I definitely sometimes use, I live my life a quarter mile at a time, Fast and the Furious. Incredible. Occasionally a little, all right, all right, all right, Days and Confused. Honestly, a movie that I do quote all the time, but like weirdly, I'm just forgetting 
exact lines right now. One of my favorite favorite comedies, 2012's That's My Boy. Oh, yeah. What is, uh, what are the I mean, good quotes? I'll say something movie? that I just always say is like, Donnie Booga. Like, I just try to talk in Adam Sandler's ridiculous voice in a movie. Yeah, that's true. You do do that. But there's so many good lines. Like, what's his face? What's his face at the end of the movie? Oh, my God. Oh, Dante? Yes, yes, yes. Oh, yeah. What is his line? He's got that one line where he's like, Vanilla Ice Bank, Grandma, that's fucking awesome. <laughs> but there's one other hilarious line at the end. Like, something about, like, saying to his dad, like, that he's not that bad or whatever. Because of, like, all yeah, the shit that happened at the wedding at the end. Either way. Speaking of, what's there's some great quotes in Grandma's Boy. Yeah, I was going to say, there was definitely a time that Grandma's Boy was, like... The, would have been number one on this list. Like, I like fully, school, fully agree. For sure. Dude, your bed's a car. <laughs> a fucking sweet car. <laughs> Adios, Turd Nuggets, an absolute classic. Yep. Uh, Baby Loves Milk. What? Uh, oh, oh, I love also when he's like, uh, uh, when they do DDR, Nick Schwartzen's like, oh, that says, what does high score mean? What's high score mean? <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> Oh, there's so I'm like, it's actually making me sad that I don't remember more just because that was like, that was like the one back in the day. Agreed. We got anything else? Wusa oh. is just like a general calming down, I would say is a thing that they use yep. pretty frequently and not so much these days, but a definite one from back in the days. Shit just got real. <laughs> you know what I realized I still use today? That was probably like one of the first comedies I ever fucking loved, loved. Dude, where's my car? Do you have the continuum transfunctioner? <laughs> oh, yeah. Or Zoltan? Yeah. Or or just and then? I'd say dude and sweet oh. are pretty, pretty big up for me. And I think I've said this on the pod, but my wife literally knows somebody named Zoltan. So anytime his name is mentioned, it's got to throw up the Z. You've just got to do it. Yes, 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 yes. Oh, so, so good. I will say also one extremely specific while we're just here in the dregs of the, the maybes. Yep. Is, uh, uh, I'm not that hungry. It, could I just have the one Mahi from House Bunny? Another incredibly related <laughs> film. Oh my God. Mike just dropped a House Bunny quote. If you don't like House Bunny, I don't know why you're listening to this podcast. That's an absolute treasure. Literally, I just quit the podcast. You don't like House Bunny for real? Lies. I actually don't dislike House Bunny. I just need to rewatch it. I haven't seen it since oh, it came out. In when did it come out? Two thousand probably two thousand seven, six, eight. We're checking quickly. Two thousand eight. Two thousand eight. Two thousand eight. I gotta go watch it. I, I, who doesn't love our girl Anna Faris? And we got some Emma Stone in there and Colin Hanks. And um, you know who's that one girl from like, Cat two girls? Cat Dennings. I mean, come on, come on, <laughs> come on, come on, come on. I think Beverly D'Angelo's in there. I'm pretty sure she plays like the evil house mother. Yeah, it's all right. I'm going to do a rewatch. But that's like your opinion, man. Oh, comes up. Okay, I think we're done. Do you want to do like a little general catch up while we're here? I would love to. I would love to. I was going to say, speaking of speaking of that's just like your opinion, man, that uh, that rug really tied the room together. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> or you're obviously not a golfer 
<laughs> I actually love that quote. Oh, man. Um, yeah, let's do a little catch up. I mean, let's just start where we got to start. Barbarian. You finally saw it. It took years for this thing to come out over here somehow. I don't even know how. Unbelievable. Um, it's great. I honestly, I even like halfway through, I was a bit skeptical, but it just gets so much better from there. Uh, I think I said to you, it's it's easily one of the best horror screenplays of the last 20 years. Yep. Gets super holy fucking shit. It's not, it's a movie that takes place in a creepy basement that doesn't rely on jump scares, which is insane and awesome. Um, we've talked about it off pod, but it's just the way that uh, Zach is able to weave so many like social issues like in, into the movie, like in a way that feels seamless is really cool. It's it's just a really fucking great screenplay. Just a great film. It really it really really is. It's I mean, you just said everything best. Obviously, I kind of raved about it a bit a bit back here on the pod, a couple couple episodes back at least, but um it's a special movie. It's the reason why any of any of us that are listening who love film and and love going to the theater I feel like movies like this are the ones that give me faith still in the movie industry and original films and creative films coming out. It's, you know, it is one of those special ones that you're, you still are surprised and thrilled by the new type of stuff that can be created still today. So let's see what else is out. Did you see Amsterdam? Is that your guy, David O. Russell? I like him. I like him, but I haven't seen it. Didn't hear great things, which didn't dissuade me from seeing, just didn't like propel me to make it a priority. Yeah. You saw, right? Yeah, I thought it was all right. I thought the reviews were a bit harsh. It's it's definitely a bit long and there's parts that aren't great, but there's parts that I felt like were really great. So I think it kind of balanced out. Like I would, I'd recommend it. Okay. I don't know that you're going to love it, but it's definitely not a like avoid at all costs. I'm definitely going to see that. I'd say, so something that I recently watched, I think I told you, yeah, I did tell you, that the new one, the sequel is in theaters right now. I watched Terrifier, the original. Oh, right, yeah. And if if you don't know what this is, very small budget film about this guy dressed, dressed as a clown who is terrifying and just pretty much goes on a little killing spree. So the first one that I saw, I don't know, like I guess there were some complaints and like critically that it didn't have much of a plot and this and that. I I, I quite enjoyed it and thought it was pretty fucking scary. But with that said, like I, I get what they were saying, but I still thought it was solid, especially for a small budget f- effort. Apparently, Terrifier 2, which is out in theaters now, is just insane. Super, super scary, apparently. And and I have to say, I'm usually skeptical because of the fact that I don't... Like, I love horror. And I'm, I, I'm not even saying that I'm, like, not... I'm not even saying that I'm some, like, super tough guy. Like, I don't get scared by anything. Because in real life, I can get scared by shit. But in the movies kind of hard to get a proper jump or like a or like me to really be scared scared and the first one man like he 
he left an impact on me. He was fucking freaky. So I, yeah, I think this this could be crazy. It's, apparently, it's like a fucking it's like a two and a half hour epic. Yeah, yeah. So I'm excited to see it. Yeah, I was holding out to see if it would maybe get a theatrical release here, but it is not. It came out oh. on home video about two weeks ago. So I have not seen it, but uh, I will have to get around to it. I've heard a lot of good things about, especially the second one from, yeah, a lot of different people. So I'm excited to look into it. I love that. Have uh, You've seen some other stuff lately, yeah? Oh, well, I told you I saw Black Adam. Yes, and you told me it was absolute dog shit. Absolute terrible. And I, I, I did trace it back. It is the worst film I've seen in a theater since... Master of Disguise in 2002. <laughs> in um, 20 years. 20 years. Yep. It was my, yeah, it was my gut reaction, but I backed it up. Sorry, Dana Carvey. But it, uh, you know, not the worst film I've seen overall, but in a theater. So Absolutely tell terrible. us what was so terrible about it. I, I will say that I, I fell asleep less than five minutes into the movie. Um, I know this because I woke up and it was still only five minutes in the movie. Oh my God. It's, and there's no... I mean, I would almost argue that it's not a film. Like, there's no scenes. There's no development of characters. Like, it's like watching a highlight of a bunch of other films, like on YouTube or something, like a clip show. And as you know, like, just having explosions on the screen doesn't do anything for me. I'm just, like, not into that. And there's just literally no interesting story or characters or even an attempt to justify or explain what's happening. It's just very bizarre. Like, it's... Bordering on not a film is really strange. I would be weird. Like I'm surprised that someone could watch this and be like, oh, this is like a three star film. Like, I don't know what they're looking at. Like to you, it's like, there is no question that it's, it's It's like, it's a, it's a one star film at best. It's, it's really, really bad. It's, it's just like exposition and then, you know, CGI and then exposition and then CGI. It's like, I don't care about, I don't even know who these people are. Like, it's it's weird, and and I, it's not like I know that superhero movies aren't really my thing, but it's not like that. Like, I, you know, even if it's not my thing, we've talked about Black Widow on the pod. I thought that was fine. We watched Suicide Squad. I thought that was fine. You know, like, but it's not like that. It's like a new level of just bad film. So, like, here's what I don't understand, Mike, because like this movie has an eighty nine percent audience score on Rotten Tomatoes. And people are just saying how great and fun it is. I don't really. I mean, I've seen some stuff recently about how they like sort of doctor the ratings on Rotten Tomatoes, which is troubling. But like, I don't. I kind of maybe believe that because this is insane. I would like someone else to see this and tell me if like it's so bad. I mean, there's not a scene in the movie. Like, it's just images happening of people you have no idea who they are or why they exist. Like, it's, it's there's no. You have no involvement in the story. I'm unfortunately going to have to see it soon just so we can talk about it. <sighs> please, please do. Please do. Oh. Maybe I'm being too harsh, but it was absolutely terrible. I mean, I don't think you probably are because, again, I hate to say it. I hate to say it. It's like I hate The Rock, but I don't. In fact, I actually kind of love The Rock. But I don't know why he has to do this. He just makes these generic fucking movies. It's the same fucking shit with a different genre or a different, you know, plot each time. But it's the same thing, really. So this, um, you know, the director is the same one that did uh, 
Jesus. What was that movie he did like last year with the boat? With the Disney property. It was uh, animated? No, no, no. It's with Emily Blunt. And, oh, uh, oh, Jungle Jack Cruise. Whitehall. Jungle Cruise. That movie is totally fine. Like, Degree. It, was never, it was never going to be great. But it was like, this is the type of rock movie that's like, you know what? If he's, he's going to make these out, types of movies, these are the ones I can tolerate. Right, exactly. And this one had me being like, I wish it was that. Like, that's why it convinced me to go see it. I was like, maybe it'll be that. Maybe it'll be fine. Yep. I just, yeah. Okay. Um, did you see Banshees of Inisherin? No, but would love to. Tell me it was good. It was good. It was very good. Yeah. I mean, it was very much sort of return to Imbruge for Martin oh, McDonough. I mean, obviously God, it has the same it. two leads, same director and all that, but like it's that same sort of you know, weird and darkly comic and it just very similar movie. So if you like that, you'll like this. Then I think I will like it. Let's see. Did we talk about Halloween yet? Oh my did we? It's not did good. Did we talk about it last time? I don't know. Let's just reiterate it's not good. It's it's really not good. Broke not my good heart team. a little bit. Sorry. It's uh just it's not good. good. No. You it's... had seen bros last time we talked. I've seen that now. Thought that was good. Yeah. Solid movie. Solid movie. Um, I think you said it. Little uneven and interesting choices of like pacing at times, mm. but but funny. Oh, did you see Triangle of Sadness? No, and I'm curious. Did you? Yes, it finally came here uh, just the other day, and it is. It's it's good. I mean, it's it's really funny, and it's like really, it's like barbarian level of holy fucking shit. Oh. Like, uh, there are some things that I, I didn't really love about it that I would have to, you'd have to have seen the film to explain them, but it's, you'll enjoy it. I mean, it's, okay. it's a, it's a ride. It's two and a half hours long, but it's, it's really funny. You know me, man. I like a long movie. So. That's true. That's true. Anything else that's over there that we haven't talked about? Um, stuff. Oh, I want to see, I still haven't seen Ticket to Paradise. I'd like to see it. You saw that, right? I did. Yeah. That, it's, um, it's, it is what it is, right? Yeah, it it, it felt just a little bit short. Okay. I, I guess what I, I guess for me, like the movie like that is the distance between the floor and the ceiling is pretty small. Like it was, it'll be just sort of eh, okay, or eh, maybe not. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And I feel like it was just a little bit short. But there's there's times that are really funny. Also, it just I don't know. It left me a little bit desiring something. Okay. I'll tell you the movie that I'm most looking forward to seeing right now, which I'm going to try to see tomorrow. Another kind of long movie, about two hours, I think, 15, 20 minutes. Decision to Leave. You heard about this? Oh, yeah. I watched that, too. Yeah. Oh, did you? You like it? Absolutely. I liked it. Let me just say that I absolutely liked it. I just think that it also kind of, I don't know. I I felt like I was waiting for it to like sort of take off. You know, and it never really does. Ah, uh, interesting. Like it's 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 it looks almost like I don't know. For my impression, when I was going in, I thought maybe it was almost like sort of basic instinct or something. You know what I mean? Like kind of an erotic or like a thrillery like a, a type thrillery. thing. And it's it's way more just like straight romance for me. Oh, really? Um, but I do think that I mean the director Park Chan Wook is a genius. Like I think we talked about Stoker on our. Nicole Kidman mm-hmm. draft. And that's a film that like I also think is just okay. But like visually, it's incredible. 
and this film is the same. I mean, this guy is he's truly a master filmmaker. I just thought this one was so yeah, is maybe this, missing a little something. Is this not like because they make it sound seem like it's going to be a bit of like a murder mystery? So it it is, but like if I go into it hoping for like you know me, I I, can, I like a romance, but like. Is it heavy on the romance and the mystery is kind of an afterthought or is the mystery an intertwined with the plot thing? So I thought it was going to be that heavy on the mystery with the romance aspect in it. And I definitely felt like it was the reverse. And it's also like, well, just to use a film that I've already mentioned. So, you know, how in basic instinct, like everybody <laughs> knows immediately that uh, Sharon Stone did it. Yes. Like, it's not a mystery, per se. Like, she's convincing the... Who the fuck is the cop in that movie? I just lost my... Michael Michael Douglas. Yes. Like, she's she's roping Michael Douglas in, but you, the audience, are never like, who did this? It's obvious that it's Sharon Stone. So it's kind of like that. Like, yes, it's a mystery, and that it's like a police procedural, and there's a cop investigating, but, like, you know very early on that it's What's the, the deal woman is? that did this. Got and it's it. more about how she's... Uh, manipulating him because he's falling for her okay but anyway definitely a good film definitely go see it i'm definitely excited to see it i will honestly tell you that it makes me a little bit more okay like i'm a massive theater proponent but i have to make some choices this week and it makes me a little bit more okay like if i have to watch that one on my tv i can live with that a little bit more now because like i gotta go see a good mystery on the big screen I want to see everything on the big screen, but if I'm able to see like two movies, I know, but it's like, Mm. I really want to see terrifier two on the big screen. Yeah. I think that's a theater movie. I agreed. So it's like, I'm going to do that one. I also need to see, I mean, I don't need to see ticket to paradise on the big screen, obviously, but you know, it could be, could be, I know Alex wants to see that one. So What's um what's the status of Watcher over there? I believe you guys already have that streaming, right? That might movie with Micah Monroe. Not the Watcher, that series on Netflix. I think you have that streaming, but it's coming to theaters here for like a day. I'm crazy, by the way. I need to see Banshees in theaters, by the way. Um, yes, you should. Um, I'd say that and Terrifier 2 are at the top for me. I'm looking up Watcher right now. Also, big shout out. So, obviously, Colin Farrell and Brendan Gleeson are the main characters of a very small cast in Banshees, but Barry Keoghan continues being a weird creep, which he's incredible at. And uh, the woman that plays Colin Farrell's sister, Carrie Condon, is awesome in that film. Wait, dude, Watcher sounds awesome. <laughs> dude, it's, it's literally playing like once a day for the next like four days here, and I'm catching it yeah, next week. But I think you guys have it on Shudder, maybe? I don't I know if it even came out. Absolutely right. I don't know if it's in theaters here. I'm immediately writing this down so I don't forget it. Um, ooh, I really want to watch this. That made me think of some other movie, and I, I just forgot what it was. But that's okay because I don't think I'm gonna remember. Have you watched um, the first episode? Are you a uh, uh, White Lotus guy? Uh, so I watched the first season, but no, I haven't seen any of this new season. I don't even know. Is it only one out right now, or the second one came out today? Okay, yeah, no, I haven't seen him. It's a, it was a good start to the season. I'll say that. I think it's going to be an interesting new season. How are you dealing with the like lack of returning characters? So I'll admit, 
you know, I know it's kind of a thing these days, these anthology series to some extent, but um, I like when obviously there's returning characters. I'd say I'm okay with it because I'm kind of immediately treating it as, okay, it's a totally new story. You right. do still have Jennifer Coolidge, which I think that's great. It's it's like you have a piece of the old cast in the new cast. Do we know why she's taking this trip to, is it Sicily? Yes. So is that I revealed in the beginning? It is, and it's nothing crazy, but I'll just still let you just see it on the show. But um, yeah. it's immediately revealed, and uh, so it all makes sense. It's like it all makes sense that it happens, and – from the from the jump, I mean, as was was the first season, it feels like, you know, you're getting introduced to the characters at first, but you do immediately jump into what the season long conflict, we'll call it, is going to be, and I'm I'm very intrigued. Yeah, I'll probably wait for that to be over and then binge it. And then binge it. Also, I was going to ask. I still haven't even seen X, which I need to do. But did you oh, see Pearl? Shit. Uh, no, we don't have Pearl yet. I don't even know if it's going to make it to theaters here, but I would love to. I just, yeah, I don't even know how. Uh, but you definitely also have to see X, which is I know. super great. I mean, right up our alley, it's got it's got our guy Kid Cudi in there too. So It's been so weird. That Barbarian thing really threw me off. Like this whole season has just been weird about when things are coming out over here. Shit. Anyway, yeah, much must see, must see. Very excited for that. And of course, there's going to be a, a third movie for that as well yes yes so there will be a trilogy super cool i think that might be it you got anything else not really just some small british films that we have over here that will never make it outside of here <laughs> <laughs> like so small that like i was recognizing places they were filming it's like that's guilford it's like town's been there like town would even be like what this is small world yeah i'm like i know that i know that um okay well well we've really i think that's like the you know what we've been up to um we've definitely got at least well probably only one more episode before the end of the year we definitely have one let's put it this way if we have two we're lucky but we definitely have one and i don't want to get too excited but it i believe we're gonna have a a returning guest finally long long overdue and i think you guys are gonna be pretty revved up about it I think that's it, right? Anything else? No, that's it. It's been delightful as usual. Hope everyone enjoyed. We always miss you guys. We always love doing new apps. So there should be another one in uh, in about a few weeks or so. We'll see you soon. Peace out, friends. Top fives and deep dives with Town of PTM. Top fives and deep dives with Town of PTM. Top fives and deep dives with Town of PTM. Top fives and deep dives with Town of PTM. My favorite director would have to be Martin Scorsese, followed by Quentin. So money.